This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. So let's move through this, uh, uh, these other few points kind of quicker because we've been digressing quite a bit here. <laughs> um, in terms of the Aaron Rodgers news, the I think Packers won the trade. The Jets get Aaron Rodgers. Quite, as you pointed out earlier, you're not quite sure what version of Aaron Rodgers they're going to get but they believe that this is the move that can help them win a Super Bowl. And I think, frankly, Dan, unless they do win a Super Bowl or maybe get to the deep into the playoffs, it's hard to, to see why they gave up that much for a 39-year-old quarterback, even one who has won the MVP four times. Has won the MVP four times and has appeared on Take the North once from the, <laughs> the darkness retreat. So, you know, the, the, the resume is undeniable. Um, look, like this is really fascinating to me because I think there's a lot of people in Green Bay that understandably so had Rodgers fatigue and were ready to move on at every step of the way. Dating back to draft night two years ago, I, I, I've always said, be careful what you wish for, because no one can tell another uh, city how painful quarterback purgatory is than than folks in Chicago. And we have no idea if Jordan Love is any good or if he sucks and they're going to be drafting another guy in one year or two years. And, and, and so, like, you may have just opened up that door uh, prematurely. I understand why you did it. It was just time, you know, that relationship had run its course and it was time to go in a new direction. Um, but this idea that the Packers are just going to pick up uh, where they left off with a new guy and they're going to have their third straight Hall of Famer playing quarterback, like that, that does not how the NFL works. Um, and so, look, like, I don't think you ever win a trade when your championship window gets um, closed a little bit. And in my opinion, this closes their window a little bit. I think the Jets certainly believe that it's open theirs. You know, coming off a, a promising year in 2022, they've got the the potential to, to really build on that. And now it's a matter of how many friends does Aaron want to bring with them to, uh, to 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 New Jersey to to practice with them every week. Has anybody seen Randall Cobb on the New Jersey Turnpike lately? Mercedes I mean, Lewis making his way. I you know, big dog, big dog. <laughs> it could it could be that too. And Green Bay, I think what they did was they signaled this. I don't know if they want to call it a rebuild. I don't know what they're going to call it, but. They are now, I think, along with the Bears, competing for the bottom of the NFC North. They are going to figure out a way to try to stay out of the basement. I don't think they're going to be as competitive as maybe they think. 
I don't either. Take a step backward. You got the Lions, who I think are now the favorites in the division. You've got the Vikings, who still have Kirk Cousins and some other pieces, obviously Justin Jefferson. And then I think the Bears and the Packers are going to to duke it out to see, you know, who stays out of the basement in the division. I, no disagreements here. Again, I, I, the other NFC North storyline that I trumpet all offseason is go go look at how many draft picks that the Lions have to use this weekend. Look at where they start. Number six, you know, they're coming off one of their best seasons in years, and they still get to pick in the top ten, three slots ahead of the Bears, and they got a chance to add a, a, a bunch of difference makers on the you know the first hundred picks of this draft that's a scary thought given the way they came on at the end of last year still have no idea what their long-range plans at quarterback are um still have some holes on that roster and some questions last year's pick that i was in love with the jameson williams pick (laughs) obviously uh takes on takes on a real different tone this week with him getting knocked uh with a punishment doesn't fit crime six game suspension uh, for for some gambling transgressions, I, I bet you regret that prediction. Look, the the player is awesome. But I won't I won't bet very much on it though because I don't <laughs> want to get suspended. That was really something we haven't talked about that a lot. But the Lions got a real severe blow by the league in the gambling suspensions that hit them as hard as any team. I struggle with this on so many levels, David, because as a league. I know that you have to do everything you can to protect the integrity and everything else that goes with it, but you can't from one side of your mouth, talk about these billion dollar partnerships with all these gambling companies that are running everything that you do on Sunday afternoons. And then all of a sudden come down with, with these severe punishments on players, um, which it's my understanding that Jameson Williams just, he placed a bet on a college game from the lions facility or something of that nature. And that was the violation that got you six games that got you more than, that, that, you know, there, there've been crimes much, yeah. m- much different. I mean, Kevin Ridley just missed an entire year of his prime right. um, for, for, a, for a gambling issue. And so it's really hard, I think for the, for the NFL to walk this tightrope and they've been doing it kind of, clumsily with some of these things it's obviously going to impact the lions because there was a lot of chatter out of detroit about what a healthy jameson williams could mean to an offense that was already uh turning heads in 2022 okay before we get to the rick spielman interview i want to play a couple clips from that at house hall on tuesday they awarded the brian piccolo award to a rookie and to a veteran you were there who won it and how did the speeches go the rookie award winner was Jack Sanborn, uh, very deserving, uh, worthwhile winner for what he did as a rookie last year, coming in as an undrafted free agent, carving out his niche and becoming a, a guy that really was, uh, you know, just exceeded all expectations and did so every single day that he came here. The veteran winner, I know this turned your head, running back and current Detroit Lion. David Montgomery, voted on by teammates. Um, I believe these awards are, are voted on before everyone takes off for the offseason. Back in January, they're not given out until till April. Um, and so, yeah, David Montgomery was not here, obviously, to, to collect that award. He, he sent a small uh, thank you speech via running backs coach. David Walker, which was given today. Um, but I, I think you've got some some issues with that. Uh, well, I mean, with, first with of all, award. David Montgomery winning an award after basically choosing the Lions over the Bears. To me, like, how do you give an award to a guy for basically snubbing you? I, I understand it what was, the award is for. And it I was voted on by teammates. Well, voted for by teammates. Okay, I know I know they're in Lake County in Lake Forest. They're close enough to Cook County to know how to handle an election. 
and election results. I mean, goodness sakes. So you, you were call, you, you, you're advocating for a rigged election here on the Piccolo Awards? I, I'm, I'm One of the ad- most prestigious <laughs> awards that the Chicago Bears give out in honor I'm, of a man who has helped fund cancer research for almost 40 years, and you want to rig the election of who gets this award? I'm advocating applying a little bit of common sense and maybe a writer in the, in the language that the award will not be given to or awarded to a player who in free agency chooses another team despite the offers being equal and snubs us in free agency, therefore disqualifying him from the award, regardless of the teammates who voted on the award. Or I might just say this, vote on the award another time and award it before free agency because this seems a little bit awkward to bring attention to the fact that you're you're rewarding a guy that walked away. Don't forget, uh, previously, 2014, my first offseason on the beat, Josh McCown was given the veteran Piccolo Award, and it was Jay Cutler who showed up to accept it on his behalf and gave a gripping speech, basically saying that, that Josh McCown uh, was was one of the greatest human beings he had ever met. He wished he had met him earlier in life so that he could have learned from Josh's ways. And I was just sitting in the back going, that's what I've been saying about Josh all these years, too. You were right. I know. I remember, you know, Jay Cutler was never more relatable than he was that day. Yeah, because because he he showed you a little side to himself that that we didn't get to see a lot. Um, But look, like I get it. It's a little awkward. It just, you know, I mean, I guess maybe I don't flinch at awkward because I've I've been in this building for a decade and it's, it's, it's kind of. Uh, something that comes with the scanning your 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 entry badge on the door. You just expect awkward here and there. Maybe they can give David Montgomery the trophy or award or plaque when they meet the Bears after he gains 121 <laughs> yards and scores two touchdowns in the first of two meetings where he, they will regret letting him go. I think he's going to have a pretty good year in Detroit. I know it's way early to project anything, but the Lions – they're going into this draft. They're going to be deeper and dangerous after it. They've got a lot of draft capital. And uh, they, they've got some talent now, Dan. They're going to be better, I think. Uh, it's going to be a very fascinating year in Detroit. Well, one of the things that I think will be fun for us maybe in the weeks and months ahead after the draft dust settles and we, we've got some offseason to, to sort through is to you know kind of reach out to some of our brethren in, the, in these other NFC North markets and take the temperature of those uh, because I do think that it's a fascinating time in Detroit. We're not used to hearing this level of optimism and encouragement out of the Motor City and they certainly feel reasons uh, like they've got more reasons to add to that, that list here this weekend. So it's going to be fascinating to see what they do with those draft picks. Um, and then what it means, because I, I again, I think that the, the landscape of this division is is altered significantly. And I think you and I, I think we're in agreement. I know I'm, I'm pretty firm in saying that uh, Ryan Poles can't alter the way he goes about doing his business just because there's a, a bit more of an opening here. But it's certainly notable to, to understand that, it, that the degree of difficulty has come down a, a little bit with Rodgers' exit. But now all of a sudden the Lions, it's like, wait a second, now we got to worry about the Lions? It should only motivate him to do his job better. I don't know that he needs that, but I wouldn't right. be I wouldn't do it any differently. I would just think there's even more of a greater responsibility because of the opportunity that now is created by the absence or the exit of a guy who's went 25 and 5 against you during his career. 